Welcome to the For Fox Sake podcast, by the fans, for the fans. With all the news, views and discussion from two lifelong Leicester City supporters. It's your show, so get in contact, make yourselves heard, what's your opinion? The only Leicester City podcast that's by the fans, for the fans. This is for Fox's sake. Hello and welcome to For Fox's Sake, episode 42. This is not going to be a, a two-parter. Obviously, we couldn't fit everything into one part last time, so hopefully everyone got the gist of that and it looks from the listener figures that they did. Um, and obviously, hopefully enjoyed it, really. If you didn't enjoy a podcast going on about winning the league and celebrations and all that sort of thing, then... Uh, you're not really good. You're uh, never going to enjoy For Fuck's Sake if you didn't enjoy that episode. No, I'm afraid. Yeah, turn off now, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but for those of you that did enjoy it, welcome. This is the first summer episode, if you like. Yeah, it's it's interesting because we didn't plan anything, I and mean, we don't plan anything anyway, but um, we just thought there's been quite a lot going on, really, within the world of football as well as Leicester, so we might as well just have a bit of a chat about it. Um, shall, shall we have a chat about what we've been doing, though? Well, yeah, what, what, ha- what have you been doing since the end of the season? Drinking. No, um, celebrating. I've been trying to get a hold of a shirt. That's one thing. Ah. But um, no, I've I've been uh, trying to wear anything to do with Leicester as as much as possible. Any opportunity. Your washing machine's working overload. Is it? Every <laughs> night you're getting back, putting your shirt through again. Exactly. Get these retro shirts getting even more retro. The retro shirts are looking even more <laughs> retro. The jacket, because obviously the weathers are terrible. Uh, that's been worn quite a lot. Uh, just... It, that that's what it's all about. It, I was um, watching England the other day with a, with a group of friends, and they were all saying about next season, next season. That I think there's too much kind of oh, what's next, what's next. I said just enjoy it, live just in the moment, eh? enjoy the summer, enjoy being champions. And next season, that's what next season's about. Next season is enjoying being the champions of England, yep. and actually having a really good team to follow, and not the stress of title chasing. I mean, we might end up with one again, but because we've already won it, it won't be so stressful. It's just the enjoyment, and uh, that's why I've been to a few places. Went to I was at a, a blind football championships in uh, Bukovic in the uh, Czech Republic. Yeah, yes. How was that? It was great. Really good. Really friendly people. And uh, did you also, ever go? Did you ever go? I, I Is did, it the one with the bells in? It's the one with the bells in. Yeah. Yes. Um, basically, the goalkeeper is um, is is fully sighted. And the rest have basically blindfolds on because everyone has different varying degrees of uh, visual impairment. And uh, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Some quality football. I, I don't know how they can volley the ball. Yeah. I don't know how a player could volley the ball. It's it's brilliant. It, so was it national teams or was it clubs or what? It was uh, clubs, although the, uh, the University of Worcester that won the tournament, basically it was the England team because that's where they're based because they have a big... Uh, a blind institute down towards there uh, okay. in Hereford, Worcester area. So basically but, England won? Yeah, England won. Um, and it, teams like St Pauli, uh, Anderlecht and uh, all sorts of all over Europe, Greece, uh, Italy, Portugal, everywhere. So yeah, really good, really good stuff. What about you? Were you been, were you, uh, you've been messing around in Italy. I've just got back from Italy, yeah. I went on holiday to the Lake District for a few days, very nice, and then flew out to Italy, uh, having spent... It took me from the Lake District to East Midlands Airport six hours because there was some bloke protesting on a bridge over the M1. Oh, yeah. I missed all that. everyone was clamouring to get to 
Um, download. Download, Donington, yeah. Iron Maiden were playing. Sunday lunchtime, I thought, right, everybody's going to be in by this point. No, no, no. I got to my gate about 15 minutes before my flight. It's, but I wasn't the only one, luckily. It was causing absolute chaos. You're travelling about two miles in something like an hour. For those of you who are in the northwest Leicestershire area, which is, which is me, that that um, your neck of the woods, the, jun- the junction is right by me. Yeah. So um, download weekend, and uh, obviously that happening, it's a disaster. To be fair, it's a bit of a disaster anyway. But uh, I won't go on about that. I could go on about it for ages. Don't, grass verges, steady. Grass verges is one of my. Real oh, pet not peeves. again! This oh. this time of year, when you're trying to pull up to a dangerous junction, a uh, potentially dangerous junction. Don't get and me the, started. And the grass is over regulation height. Pete Selby will send a letter. Hey, when I sent the letter, a strongly it, worded letter. It was printed. And they cut the grass the next day. They obviously, they saw the name. They saw the name. Do oh. they know who you are? But you pull up to a roundabout and you look to your right and you can't see anything All because... All you can see is grass. ...of the tall grass. Mm. So you have to edge into the road to see it's really... And then a lorry comes past. I'm, I don't think I'm the only one, but it really, really gets me. I hadn't noticed. <laughs> we, we digress slightly, yeah. So I went to Italy. So uh, I was oh, commentating yeah. on the IPC Athletics European Championships. Para, right. para Athletics. Right. Unbelievably good. Honestly, England, uh, say England, Britain, aren't we, in athletics? Yes. GB, Team GB, smashed world records. The long won... jump. I saw the long jump. The blind long jump. No, the uh, the long jump where he had the uh, prosthetic, yeah. um, the, uh, the blade. Yeah, um, yeah. That has to be regulated, surely. What? The, that, well, obviously, he can't attach himself to an extremely no, I know, but sp- a spring. But they, uh, surely, all the all the oh, the, of course, all the all the prosthetics are, are the, checked all, and all authorized. Yeah. yeah, the blind long jumps amazing though. They have this instead of a takeoff board, they have a takeoff chalk pit, and they have a guide standing next to this chalk pit and clapping to get the rhythm of their footsteps as they run down the runway, completely blind. And then he shouts when in for him to take off, and he just jumps completely fearlessly, completely trusted in the guide. It's unbelievable to watch. But yeah, I didn't. I've not seen much of the Euros or seen much Leicester news, so I've been catching up the last couple of days since I've been back, and I've realised you lot have had really crap weather. Yeah, it's been terrible, and I've been sunning the fo- myself. The football, the football's been good. Um, <clears throat> I've really enjoyed the Euros. I've enjoyed watching Kante, Fuchs, Vardy, um, all play for their the teams, and I mean Kante. I mean, we all know what a great player he is, but he's showing it, and we all knew he was going to. But he's their main midfielder. He's one of their star men. He's one of the star men of the tournament. Who needs Lasana Diara? Exactly. If he was fit, it might have been another drink water situation. Yeah, where Kante might not have gone. Fuchs, at the time of recording, they're not playing too well, but uh, kept a clean sheet against uh, Ronaldo. Did everyone else? Did, was it me, or did everyone completely fall apart laughing when he missed the penalty? Yeah, brilliant. And um, and of course, oh JV scoring. Guess what? Jamie Vardy scores goals. Yeah. You wonder, why? Why? Ten minutes into his uh, European Championships debut, or 11, or however long. <clears throat> amazing, amazing. But uh, back to Leicester. So Leicester, mm. obviously doing a podcast during the summer, there's going to be transfer news every day, transfer rumours. Um, well, I put on the podcast uh, Twitter handle, at FFSpod, uh, about I won't retweet every single rumour of all time, because they're going to be linked with everyone under the sun. Um, so... I will only put ones that I feel are quite accurate because of the the source. There's a few people on there who I follow, and they seem to be really accurate. And if anything comes through, I then retweet it or put it on there. So at the time of recording, um, which is on Sunday, it's on Father's Day, um, basically we have signed a goalkeeper. 
Yeah, pretty, a pretty decent one as well. If you're going to sign a goalkeeper who's pretty much going to be your number two goalkeeper, mm-hmm. especially at the start of the season, we've basically signed the best number two goalkeeper in the world because we've signed the world champions number two goalkeeper. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. So we've signed Germany. What's his name? Ron Robert Zieler. Ron Robert Zeal, that's going to be a disaster when he starts, if he, if he plays. First first League Cup game that you commentate oh. on a Tuesday night at the King Power. <laughs> it's going to be a disaster. And in goal, it's uh, rah, 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 Zeal. The, the German number two goalkeeper. But uh, he's got a World Cup winner's medal. and um, Very, all... very able goalkeeper. Yep, yeah, and, uh, and it's only cost a few quid, really. It was only, what, £3 million, roughly. And do you feel much safer having him in goal than Mark Schwarzer? Yes, I think Mark Schwarzer has uh, has been good for Leicester in many ways. End of the day, you can't criticise anything to do with the club or anything to do with any player or staff member. So, yeah, fantastic. But as an actual goalkeeper, yeah, yeah, the guy's forty two or forty one. Is you need a decent backup goalkeeper, and I think this is more than decent uh, by all. By the sounds of it, he's going to be pushing for a first team place. He said that straight away, which obviously you go into, but. Um, is it a replacement? Is it going to... You, know, you don't know. I just think it's a very wise move and also done very early. Um, rumours. So rumours are still abound about Musa, the centre forward from CSK Moscow. Pricey. And strikers yep. that have done well in Russia and moved for big money afterwards have not tended to do as well as they, as expected. The fellow at um, Everton, Nias. He, oh. got, he got in our worst got, eleven of the he got season. In the worst eleven, yeah. He moved there for what fifteen million or something ridiculous like that from a Russian team. Mm. But Ru- I mean, the, the Russian league's decent, but it's uh, it's it doesn't mean anything, does it? The the one thing that you can't do really is turn around and go. Have you seen the highlight reel on YouTube? The guy's amazing. Well, yeah, but where's his blooper reel? Because exactly. he'll have one. Exactly. So what, if you're looking at these highlight reels of a certain player, you'd have to kind of look at. Is an all-round game. Like, look at the, the, his strengths and his weaknesses, rather than go, oh, he scores amazing goals. It's a highlight reel. That's what it's called. Of course, they're going to be good goals. I've seen a couple for Musa. Basically, the guy is absolutely rapid. That's what he does. He pushes the ball past someone, and he just is so fast. Absolutely so fast. He's going to stumble over the ball. He's obviously not going to be the most technically gifted player at is, the moment. Is he, he might... a bit of a Jeff Schlup? No, this guy is. What what you're saying? He's an athlete first, then a footballer second. Yeah, um, as I like to say, a few players. What was it? Um, you you put it very diplomatically. I literally just say they can't kick a ball. Yeah, athlete first and footballer second, possibly. But the the thing with Musa, I and I know it's just from the clips. I don't think I've seen a faster player. This guy is not just Jamie Vardy quick or Jeff Schlup quick. This is athletic quick did this you is, see that video this is, this of is Amate? what you what you commentate on athlete um this is so fast did you see that video of Amate? yes he, when he traveled three quarters of the pitch in about a second exactly yeah. quicker than him yeah this is I've, I've never seen anything so sign fast. him up but obviously he's going to be very raw and you're talking 20 25 million pound but i i say go for it and i think leicester might and it's a rumor that won't go away they make they made bids uh, in the January transfer window, so that will be a real possibility. Also up front, <laughs> big Troy, big Troy Deeney, big Troy Deeney, so, the man that scored that goal. They, they the rumours were that they were interested in the player. They made an official bid, fifteen million. 
yeah. but well, between 15 and 20 million. Um, again, a lot of different people come up with different um, valuations. I think Rob Tanner says it's not 20 million it, and it's not 15, so basically split it. Um, and it was turned down. As we speak, Leicester have reported made a 25, yes, 25 million pound bid for Troy Deeney. Um, now, the one thing you do have to remember with this is that Watford will have to pay 20% to Warsaw. So, that's why they want a lot Warsaw, of money. Warsaw, they're going to cash in, aren't they? Well, I mean, they're looking at £5 million as it is. Apparently, they want £32 million for him. Crumbs. 30, now, if you look at the bare facts, you're buying Troy Deeney. You're buying a player who, A, will not need to settle in the area, will not need to adjust to a different club really to be fair he's you know he's a professional footballer uh based in england english down the road um so you got a lot of plus points there secondly he's proven in the premier league yeah scored what 13 goals after a very slow start because it was all a galo with the goals for watford so he's going to score goals he's going to score goals in the premier league all these people like musa etc they're, they're going to have to come and prove themselves oh yeah. completely yeah. so there's a lot of plus points also he's a good player He's a, he's a leader as well. He's captain, yep. Watford captain, isn't he? club he, captain. Again, when you hear um, the interviews with uh, Steve Walsh, etc., and they say about it's the character of the player. Um, obviously, he's had a few misdemeanors in his past, but then a lot of Leicester players have. Um, it, again, he's a leader. He's a captain. Um, so, all these are plus points. But it is £25 million. For Troy Deeney. For Troy Deeney. Um, what do you reckon? I think... That it's quite a lot of money for a bloke like Troy Dini. But I also think this summer, before everything settles itself out in terms of how much money clubs have actually got now because of the new TV deal, I do think there's going to be some extremely overinflated transfer fees this summer. I think they'll go down a little bit in the coming years as people get used to the money and don't try and overcharge because overseas clubs are going to try and overcharge British clubs that's that's fair enough British clubs are going to try and overcharge for their players because they're going to want to make even more money than their counterparts because they know that they're going to need more and more to spend it's going to be a bit ridiculous is Troy Deeney worth 25 million before the new TV deal or after the new TV deal no and no is 25 million too much yes but am I surprised in this particular transfer window no would I pay it no should no. we pay it? No. It's it's strange. If you had the choice up front, would you have Leonardo Ajoa or Troy Deeney? Who are they playing with? Vardy? Uh, yeah, for argument's sake. Ajoa. That's that's for me the key argument. He he is not 20... Well, how much was Ajoa? 9, 10 million? He, he was nine million. He's not sixteen million pounds better than Leo Ajoa. Ch- change football inflation based on the tr- things. Maybe it's only in relative terms eight or nine million more. Let's say. Let's say that the extra has been slapped on because of the TV deals. He's still not worth double Leo Ajoa. What happens if we sign Troy Deeney for twenty five million or slightly more, and then next season he scores fifteen league goals? Then I say thanks very much, Troy. Top bloke. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the key argument. Is the, is he worth twenty five million? Well, a footballer's worth what someone's willing to pay. But if he turns around and scores, he scored thirteen for Watford. If he turns around and scores fifteen for Leicester, 
it's a great signing. On top of Vardy getting 20 or something. Exactly, it's a great signing. Ajoa, we just have to mention, um, apparently two Premier League clubs chasing Europe. So West Brom have been linked with him as West well. West Brom, I'd probably put Stoke in maybe that as well. Yeah. Stoke, yeah. Um, teams chasing Europe. So mid-table clubs, That'll maybe be a Everton for possibly. That would be an interesting decision for him because he obviously loves the club. He's been here a couple of years now. He knows that the fans love him. And he's won the Premier League with us and played a big part in in his own fans' favourites. He is yeah. a he's a fans' favourite. Very, I think he was very important in that running. Yeah. Very important. We kept on going on about the podcast how he's been coming on and looking sharp and holding the ball up and scoring late goals, scoring important goals. Um, but does he want to go somewhere now at his age, especially now having won the Premier League? Okay. There isn't much further I can go with Leicester in terms of sitting on the bench, especially if they're going to bring in another couple of twenty-five million pound strikers. Do I go to West Brom and and start most weeks for them and play regular Premier League football? It's interesting. I don't believe that um, the club will want to sell Leonardo Ojoa. I think if he does go, it will be because he's been offered a real good deal somewhere else and first team football, etc. I think it'll be his decision. So. I don't think he'll leave unless he really wants to. But we'll back, just quickly back to Troy Deeney. So that's the argument, really. If he scores the goals for Leicester, then he's worth whatever they're going to pay. Of course, um, yeah. And we'll wait and see. They obviously want him. They yeah. obviously want yeah. him. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what they where they go with that. Uh, other players being mentioned, uh, Mendy, um, yeah, defensive yeah. midfielder or more... Uh, slightly box to box, but more defensive, slightly uh, for roughly about twelve or thirteen. Again, it's another player that's been linked with the club for quite a number of of months, maybe over a year. Yeah. So again, when players are signed by Leicester, they've been watched many times. Oh, of course, um, yeah. Steve Steve Walsh must get sick and tired of watching all those videotapes, well, DVDs, whatever it is, so, over and over again. So if they decide to go for it, fine. He looks another strong midfielder, and again, we'll just have to wait and see. But We'll trust whoever they sign, even if they spend a lot of money on on Dini. You've got to trust the club because look at the signings they've it's, made. It's the recruitment policy that has been going on and on for for ages. We sort of got a bit scared spending somewhere near ten million on players like Cramrich and Ajoa. Okay, Cramrich didn't really work out, but I mean, in a different in a different team or a different scenario, I really think he could have worked out at Leicester. I think it's a scenario, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But Ajoa worked out and is still working out for me. Uh, and then all these unknown signings that you'd never heard of before, Kante plucked him out for five point six million or something. I I do not distrust for one second our recruitment policy or our recruitment team. I think they've worked wonders, but I still am a bit hesitant to spend twenty five million pounds on Troy Deeney. But let, let's say okay. Here's here's a question: Musa or Deeney? Twenty five million each. You can only buy one. Who do you buy? It's a great great question. You've got proven goals. You've got no problems really with Deeney. And with Musa, you've got possibly an awful player, possibly a superb signing who might score loads and loads and loads of goals. Um, it's it's a great question. Um, I would rather, in this position that Leicester are in, I would rather go with Dini. Yeah, me too. Because you are not guaranteed, but you've got... A player who has done it in the Premier League. There's less risks, aren't there, with Dini? There are. I mean, I'd like him to sign both, but we'll wait and see. Where yeah, else? But then in the... what do you do with Shinji? Bless him. Exactly. Where else in the team do you think that they need to buy? Um, do they need to buy more defenders? I, I think they need to buy. An, we a, need a centre half. Another centre half because Vasilevsky is still going to be at the club, but 
I think they need another centre half. Should they have offered him a new contract? Yes. Really? For a year? Why not? There's an, uh, you, what, he, you're not going to lose he, anything. He is ancient. He can't run. It doesn't matter. He, he I know he's a great on, character. He seems like a great character. Yeah. Uh, solid. Yeah, does a solid job. Yeah, it's good cover. I do think we do need another centre half because. And maybe a fullback. Ben, I don't think Ben Luan will still be at the club. I think he'll move on. Liam Moore is not a Premier League footballer. Everyone, well, he I, I is. Want, he's, want, he's just fell off the face of the earth. I wanted him to be, but I don't think at the moment he's a Premier League footballer. If he played forty six games at a decent Championship club uh, next season, then and then you could judge him a bit better. But he's had bit parts at different mm. clubs and different under different Leicester managers. At the moment, he's not a Premier League defender, and I would not feel safe if it was Morgan and Huth, and then the only two covers were Vasilevsky and Moore. I, I, I think I agree. we need a quality centre half. I'd like a new right back. Because much as Danny Simpson deserved his Premier League winners medal, I would I think we need a bit more quality there. I agree. I think we could uh, if they're out there. And again, we need someone at right back because apart from Simpson, you've got Richie Delat, who best will in the world will probably move on to Derby where Pearson is. He's come and said he was coming back to Leicester come for pre season and yeah. and he's gonna come back and fight for his place, which is fair enough. But the one of the reasons he went out on loan was because Ranieri wanted to play with two defensive-minded fullbacks. Yeah, he, he won't Richie play. Richie is play. a little bit wobbly defensively. For as much as you, your dad loves him, <laughs> and your dad does bloody love him, doesn't he? Well, he's good. He's a good player, yeah, but yeah. he won't. He won't play. No, he will not play. So he'll, he'll move on. And I think you need a quality right back to keep pushing Simpson and also be interchangeable with him. I agree. I completely. So agree. we need a centre half, a right back. Do we need a centre mid? Do you think? Um, I think it all depends on what happens with the current squad and who leaves. And that's what we'll be talking about after this. Right, we'll have a look at who has already left the club and who may well be set to leave the club in a couple of minutes. First of all, Pete Selby, another red shirt in the in the collection for the upcoming season. Yeah. Your thoughts? I uh, first of all, I don't mind the red shirt for a start because we won't wear it hardly. We will wear it three times in a season. Um, but I did see the red shirt in the club shop yesterday, um, and I don't like it as much as the old one. We had what, it what, the other two, red one. Yeah, the other yeah. red one two years ago. I got, uh, or I last got year. the other red one actually. Did you? Yeah, my five side team playing red, and I thought, well, oh, there you I'll go. wear that one. Um, I so I saw the new red shirt, and I didn't like it. Uh, it, it's got uh, lines across it and it fades. Away. No, the the other one was a lot better. So I don't like the look of the shirt. But you're not, not adverse to red. I'm not adverse to red because we will never wear it, apart from three games. I think Everton, we wore it, didn't we? And it's not like we're turning into Forest. No, and we've had it before and, yeah, it's a bit different, whatever. There is one problem and I'm going to start this rant off with I know nothing. I am an idiot. I'm just a normal, normal bloke in the street. I don't know how shipping works or how long it takes to manufacture shirts. But surely, and it's also the fact that the, the makers of the shirt, it's not like it's Fox Leisure or Dave's Factory Down the Road. Although Puma. Dave's Factory Down the Road are churning out quite a few counterfeit ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, be careful out there on on, uh, on eBay. But, I, I know uh, someone that got one. Really? Yeah, took it into the shop to try and get it printed. They said, no, sorry, this is a counterfeit one. We're going to have to confiscate it and try and trace it back. But uh, for your troubles, here's a real one. Really? Yep. 
Oh, I'm that's, not, that's quite good. I'm that's... not for one second condoning going out and buying a counterfeit shirt and taking it in the club shop and trying to get it printed exactly and then getting do. a new one. <laughs> Everyone get behind me in the queue. That's like, what I'm going to do? I'm going to do that. I've just given Dave's factory down the road a really good idea there, haven't but, I? But what my argument is, is that everyone knows the club is going to sell a million shirts. A million shirts. Everyone wants the shirt. And when I mean everyone, that's not including anyone based or live, living in Leicestershire. Everyone around the world wants one. Yep. From different countries to whatever. Puma, Puma, they're a huge brand. How they've got in the position of they've all sold out. The delivery arrives, people have been buying 10 in one go. I understand that. I understand everyone wants the shirt. But when I went into the shop in the middle of June and they say we won't have any until August, what? August? That, yeah, How that is long? an awfully long time. How long does it take to make a shirt? Just... Keep them coming. That should be the phone call. Hello, Puma. Hi, it's Lester. You know our shirt that you make? Yes. Just keep it coming. Just just press play on the old uh, machine. Yeah, get, and it, get them going through the night. Yeah. Just constantly send us shirts. Because I went up to this poor shop assistant and just said, oh, have you got any uh, mediums or large, regular sizes? No, we won't have any until August. <clears throat> the bloke behind me says, you're having a laugh. And then in the space of the next two minutes... Of me standing there going, I can't believe what I've just said. Three people went up to the same girl and said, have you got any shirts, regular shirts? The Why? Poor, that poor girl. Oh, no. It's but, not her fault. It's not, well, no, but I... You took it out on her a little bit, I, didn't I, you? I did kind of turn around and like, August? It's not my fault. Did, did you I say, know. do you know who I am? Of course I didn't say, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? If, if I said, do you know who I am? They would have said, yes, Mr. Selby, please leave the store. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, we've been watching. But no, that, um, that's most bookies in Leicestershire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not the Leicester club shop yet. No, not yet. Uh, although I did, um, when I uh, I purchased an item and um, and I uh, used my, uh, I work here, so can I have 10% off? Did you get it? Yeah. You animal? No, I just, of course, not an animal. Did you, get... you flash your match day staff badge? Yes. Ten <laughs> percent. What did you buy? I can't say. Well, actually, I can. I bought um, the uh, the DVD of the season. Oh, okay. Not for me, for a present. Ah, that's why you couldn't say. Yeah, Father's wonder, Day. Wonder, Although, to be honest, um, seeing as this isn't right now, Father's Day. Yeah, my old man. I haven't got it yet because it's in the car. But by the time when he listens to this, he would have received it. That's all right. I've got him. I mean, ha- Happy Father's Day, Father. Yes, yeah, Happy Father's Day to everyone out there. Um, but uh, no, I got him uh, the book of the season. Um, ah, the Rob Tanner one. Rob Tanner one. Yeah, and and the DVD. I just uh, recently quit my job, and my boss sent me that as a thank you. Really? So thanks for your hard work. Here's Rob Tanner's <laughs> book. Have you read it? Not yet. I only got back from Italy a couple of days ago. Yeah, I thought you might take it where you can read it. Um, I've flicked through it. I've not read it, obviously, but it's. Um... If you just looked at the pictures in the middle. I have yes. <laughs> I looked. I looked at the <laughs> pictures away. and I read uh, like the first few lines and that and uh, and 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 obviously the DVD which I've not watched because it's in a plastic thing. But um, yeah, but ten percent off. Anyway, back to the shirts. Why? I've got one. I don't. I know you have. I've I'm, got one. I'm not. I wasn't going to mention it. Hey but... Pete, guess what? Yeah, I've got a shirt. Right, and it's got the Champions Premier League gold thing printed on the. That's sleeves. what I want. I want Champion sixteen on the back. I want the go- things on the arms, but. The point is, how is that possible? It's ridiculous. It is. They, yeah. they will have known how much demand. Even if they'd have got the demand slightly wrong, slightly under, they'd still not have to wait two months to get some new shirts in. As uh, 
listener to the podcast, Ant Dickens said on uh, Twitter, it's an own goal, basically. It's, it is a, a, massive it's, a, big, own it's goal. a massive own goal. It's a massive own goal for Puma because if they churn them out more, they make some more money off them because you can't tell me they're selling shirts at 45, 50 quid a pop and not making money off them. Yeah, 50, 50 quid and everyone wants one. I don't understand. Like I said, there'll be fa- there'll be reasons. Oh, by the way, yeah, it's because you have to order them in advance and it takes this long to... I know, I know, I know there are legitimate reasons out there, but surely... It doesn't take... Oh, by the way, no, you can't have one for another two months. Really? They should be churning them out 24-7 and lorries leaving the Puma Depot every hour. Also, I will say one thing as well. Um, I mean, I'm no fashion icon, you know. Oh, you do yourself a disservice. Exactly, you know. That that flat cap that you wear during the winter months (laughs) down the King Power. It's it's known now. People people turn around if I'm not wearing it. Hey, up his ear. But, uh, yeah... Uh, (laughs) Uh, anyway, um, no, the um, who's here again? Bloody it's hell! Him. Oh, bloody hell! It's a different one. Yeah. You have got two, haven't you? No, have you not? You've just got the one flat cap. Oh, Dave's got one as well, hasn't he? Has he? Yeah, our, one of our co-commentators at the King Power, Dave Rogers, also owns a flat cap. And when them two turn up together, honestly, <laughs> you could probably put about thirty years on each of it. People were talking about pigeons and stuff. We'll like have that. a tweed jacket and a stick or something. I've got a tweed jacket. Of course you. Will. Anyway, but um, the thing is. Um, Another thing, I want about uh, the, the the shirts and that being sold in the shop, the, uh, the champion shirts or dilly 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 dong shirts or um, all the players on. I'm not being funny. They're all dreadful. In the the official ones, yeah. right? The official ones in the shop. I went round and looked. There's one of the players on the sh- on the shirt. It's not something from like the eighties or early nineties. Like something a, like something from Dave's warehouse down the road. Exactly. It's like. It's really put. I, I thought, right, I'll get one that just champions with the Premier League trophy on, or just something that says champ. No, not a fan. Not a fan at all. And then I did go on eBay and type in Leicester City shirt or T-shirt, and there's loads out there that are fan. You know, ten times better. Yeah. So uh, I no, just a bit of an own goal all round. I went in there to buy something to do with you know winning the league and no I was, I was really disappointed also there's so many people there as well and a lot of people were walking around saying the same sort of thing going there's not really what I want you know looking Some, around somebody should be there telling people in the queue because I've known people have gone down at different times of different days and and have queued for half an hour at least just to get in the building mm. they've queued round the side of the stadium somebody should be going along saying what are you here for couple of Leicester shirts Medium or large, yeah. the blue one, the new one, and they go. Sorry, we haven't got any in stock. And they'll go. Right, I can go and get on with my day. This is ridiculous, but I'm going to go and get on with my day. I'm not going to stand outside, <laughs> queue up, get in there. So Rob Hayes rant, huh? Oh, well, I've I've got one. I'm just feeling angry for the rest of you. It's, the thing is, it's 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 not the biggest thing in the world. But for me, I went in the shop and I just wasn't impressed whatsoever with what they've got on offer. Also, the new DVD that's out. Who wants the DVD of last season? Everyone. I want a DVD. Where is it? Right by where you pay. So you're looking in the shop. You can't see it. Mm. I I went to walk out, and you walk out that way. Yeah. And then I saw it. I went, oh, that's that's where it is. Good what? good thing to have next to the till if nobody's thought of it. But have, have it when you have walk some in there, and have some when you walk in. Walk in, bang. Yeah. New DVD just been launched oh, last get in. season. I'll watch the highlights. Fifteen yes, quick. Please. Everyone can have it. Yeah. But anyway, so I just it wasn't great. I thought and it wasn't great. But anyway. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, more sort of paraphernalia, if you like. Captain Morgan's rum. You've got a bottle. I've got a bottle of that as well. Yes, I've not got a bottle of Captain. I mean, I don't drink that, so 
I wouldn't buy one I'm, anyway. But I'm not going to drink it. No, you're going to keep it. It's. I'm just going to put. I'm going to put it on that shelf there in the corner. My word. In F for Fox HQ. Well, yeah, that's true. I suppose you can put the shirt on the wall as well. No, I'm going to wear the shirt. Oh, okay. But no, yeah, the I think the Captain Morgan thing. That's great. That is really good. Yeah, and it's good at free marketing for Captain Morgan's, isn't it? Walkers, yeah. okay. Walkers have got a, an affinity to the club and have had for decades, and based uh, an affinity to the city as well. But Captain Morgan's have just gone. Ah, Leicester won the Premier League. Their captain is called Morgan. Our rum's called Captain it's Morgan. Simple. Let's put him on a bottle. Yeah, I, 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 bet, I bet he's got a few. Who? Where's? Yeah, yeah, I bet, this, I bet, I bet they sent him a crate. I think, I'll bet. I hope so. Yeah. Um. So anyway, there's there's just a load of nonsense about the club shop, right? Outgoing who's, players. Who's going to leave? Right, Jamie Vardy. We'll just start. Jamie Vardy. I think everyone thought we were going to be talking about Vardy straight away. Uh, playing really well for England. Squad scored the goal for England. But I, when the news came out about Arsenal, they've made the bid. It's matched up to whatever his transfer release clause is, which means he can then he's open to talk to other clubs. Um, he had that written into his contract himself. Yes, it was written into the contract before we won the league, before we guaranteed Champions League football. Mm-hmm. The club had to be a Champions League club because apparently Liverpool made a bid and it was just turned away because they can. Because they a Champions League club. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the, the the amount was reached. It's about £22 million. Um, Which would make him less valuable than Troy Deeney. Yeah, exactly. And um, so basically he then spoke to Arsenal and this was on a Saturday or a Friday night Saturday. He'd gone. In my eyes, he'd left. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to join Arsenal. He spoke to Arsenal. They're going to give him a big contract, and then he's going to have a, um, a medical on the Sunday, and then he's going to fly out with England on the Monday. Well, various media outlets were saying that there was going to be a decision made before England flew, weren't they? Yeah, that was never confirmed by any side of any part of this of this deal. No, it was just said because somebody's gone. Oh yeah, I bet he won't want to go to France with that hanging over his shoulder. But the He'll rumor, make a decision before they fly. The rumour was that Hodgson wanted uh, any decision to be made before no transfer talk which, uh, join the Euros because obviously he wants everyone to concentrate on England. That's that's the rumour. The later it went on and on and on, and then he went on the plane. So go he's on. gone. Vardy, Vardy's gone. Give, give a little wave. Vardy's he, off to France. He's on the plane. And he still hasn't signed. Did you at that point start questioning your solid belief that he'd gone to Arsenal? Yes. That's yeah. that's when you're thinking, hang on, the longer this goes on, the better it is for Leicester. And as we speak, the rumour mill has been churning away. And it turns around that Arsene Wenger has said to Chinese TV um, in the last 24 hours that he is... He did actually say, all he said was, he is a Leicester player and he's, he remains a Leicester player. Here's the quote. Jamie Vardy is at the moment at Leicester and from what I know, he will stay at Leicester. So take it from that what you want. I still think we'll have to wait because he could still have a fantastic Euros and other clubs can come in. But as we speak, it looks like any counter-offer by Leicester may have worked, which could be up to £100,000 a week. Um, but if it turns out that he does, he is going to stay, first of all, that's a massive two fingers up to Arsene Wenger and to Arsenal. That's yeah. a real... Yeah. Um, and that's a, hey, come off to Kante and Maras if exactly. you want. Exactly. That's that's an unbelievable thing for a player to turn down. If he left, if he, if he wanted to go to Arsenal because he's on 120 grand a week for four years. Four years. Big contract at 29, isn't it? Oh, absolutely massive. I don't think there would have been any Leicester fan really who would have gone, to be honest... There'd have been a few grumblings, oh, but, a few I, grumblings but I don't yeah. think I don't think there'd have been any kind of hate trail. We did. I think he'd have gone 
as a hero, wouldn't he? Yeah, because people said, oh, well, you know, he owes Leicester because he, Leicester were the club that signed him and this, that and the other. They were about 20 clubs trying to sign him and Leicester uh, got ahead of them all. And but, Leicester owe him for all the goals that he scored that got us the Premier League title. He owes Leicester nothing. He's he's scored 24 goals in the league in a league winning Yeah, He has team. more than repaid the faith oh, that we God. showed in him early on. And if he wanted to go and earn the money at Arsenal, fine, you know, you, you go and go and enjoy yourself and you'll have the best will from all Leicester fans. It was would have been a real shame, or it could be still be a real shame if he did go, you know, really. But, because I'd, I'd, I'd love to see Vardy in Europe for Leicester. That's why I want to see him. But, um, so as we speak, it might be unbelievable. He might turn down Arsenal and stay at Leicester, something you would never in a million years would have would have thought possible. And, uh, and yeah, amazing, really, from a player who had gone, in my eyes, absolutely gone, mm. to now looking like, he might actually stay. I still think it's in the balance. Yeah. Yep. I still think it's in the balance. And who knows? It, it does mean now that we can actually watch him for England and just try and keep your you know, your, your, your blue glasses off and your Leicester head off and just enjoy him playing. I will say a little bit of a conspiracy. Well, I think this, um, and my dad thinks it as well. Basically, I believe that he didn't start for England because... Hodgson was annoyed that he'd not made a decision on the transfer. You reckon? Yes, because there's no reason why he would not have started for England. Why? He's he's played eight times or seven times leading up to the tournament. And all of a sudden, bang, we're going to go with Sterling on the left, Lallana on the right and, and Kane, uh, Kane down the middle. Why wasn't Vardy not in that starting line? And lineup? he didn't feature at all in the game, did yeah, he? Exactly. Come on. Why? I, I think that he was just annoyed with him because he, this transfer had been going on and on and he'd not made a decision. And, and then he panicked at half-time during the Wales game. I don't think panic. I think um, I'm not Hodgson's biggest fan, but I am also believe that there's not many out there who would be better no. when he got the job. But the one thing I will say that when he did throw on Vardy and Sturridge and then bring on Rashford as well, yes, it's a bit of a here's the kitchen sink. It's like a someone playing football manager. I'm going to put five forwards on the pitch. But it worked. Fair yeah. play to him. I think a lot of it had to do with Gary Neville. I yeah. think Gary Neville at half-time said, come on, Roy, I know you want to bring storage on or maybe give it 10 minutes. Don't give it 10 minutes. Just do, it, do, now. It. do Roy, it now. Roy, 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 I've found your testicles for you. Exactly. Make this decision, please. So hopefully Vardy will start for England uh, tomorrow and hopefully he will stay. So amazing turnaround, really. And like I said, if he does stay, not only is that fantastic for the club, but it also shows the other players like Kante, Mares, etc., who might be poached. Look, you don't have to go. Look what I've done. I've committed. Yeah. I'm staying. And we mean business and we can fight off Arsenal. And so, Go on, are we, do you want to talk about Kante? Yeah, Kante. Um, one question, Rob Hayes. Yes. Kante, will he be in the blue shirts of Leicester at the start of next season? Why are you asking me that like I know the answer? Well, no, what's, what's your opinion? Uh, I think he is less likely to be in the blue shirt of Leicester next season than Jamie Vardy. Right. Okay, so Vardy, in my opinion, is 50-50 still. So Kante is less than that then? Yeah. If you ask me the same question, yep. uh, I say no. You said completely no? Yeah. I don't think he'll be, I don't think he'll be at Leicester at all. Okay. I, I think there's two reasons. One, I think P- the rumours of PSG offering him a deal already. Um, I don't think they are rumours. I think they probably have. Yeah. Um, also, the guy is by far in the best two or three midfielders in Europe looking at the European Championships. He's st- standing a mile out. I think new clubs will come in for him. He'll go. He'll go. And it won't be because he wants to go, I don't think. I think he's he's obviously happy at the club. He's just won the bloody league. But 
everyone's going to be after him. Yeah. He's he's that good a player. Um, and I, I think he'll go. If he doesn't go, again, amazing, Great. unbelievable. Yeah. But I think you're talking the PSGs, the Madrids, the Barcelonas. The serious I heavyweights. Think, not I not think, the perennial British no. underachievers that Arsenal are. No. I think you've got the absolute cream of Europe who maybe were looking and saying, well, actually, we don't really need him. Looking in now and going, no, we do. Yeah. We'll spend the money. And again, if he he's replaces got... pretty much any central midfielder oh, yeah. in the world, yeah, I think. At the minute, I think also. I mean, his release clause apparently is in the twenties as well, so it might not take an awful lot of money, you know, in football terms. And we're already. It's not like we're going to panic by some re- replacement because we're already keeping our eye on on Mendy. Yeah, and a couple of other players like that. We'll, we we shall see. Right, I'm going to spin this back on you then, Mares. Will he be in a blue shirt of Leicester City next season? Yes or no? Yes. Oh, you're the most confident. Um, I believe that if Vardy goes to Arsenal, there is a big chance then Mares goes, right, I might go as well. Yeah. Uh, maybe even to Arsenal or to somewhere else. I think if Vardy stays, Mares stays. Um, so you're hoping that the Vardy situation is currently 51% stay, 49% leave? Hopefully, yeah. Um, which means that Mares is a yes. Yeah, I think Mares will stay because by all accounts and what he's said that he wants to. He just turned around, look, I want to stay. And I think also he knows that he will play in the Champions League next season. Yep. And if he plays really well, then that opens up more opportunities for him to maybe go in the future. Again, I believe, I don't think he'll be there for years and years and years. I think he'll probably stay for next season. I think this is a good challenge for everybody. And it's a good way to say, look, give us one more season. Nobody expected what we could do last season. Here we are coming in as defending champions, Champions League football, built the team around you. I'm talking about all three of the players that we've mentioned here, Vardy, Maris and Kante. Give us a season. Play well. And then and then if, if it doesn't work out for us, move on. Yeah, you've got our blessing to go somewhere else. And I think they would anyway. Yes. I think they would. If we finish sixth next season and have a re- really good Champions League campaign and it's a really enjoyable season all around, and then... Kante decides, or uh, Marius decides to go for 35 million, 40 million to Barcelona or to whoever. You go, thanks for the mer- yeah. memories, off your pot. It's, you know, cheers, yeah. bye, and we'll, go, we'll get someone else. It's, uh, yeah, just give us that extra season. So as we speak, um, we think 50 50 Vardy, Kante probably going to go, and Marius probably um, going to stay. What about then, before we move on to the fixtures, the players that have been released, not really that bothered, but I think it's just a box to tick. Dean Hammond has done nothing Dumb. but co-commentate on Fox's player this season. Exactly. Never going to get anywhere near the midfield. Done no. really well, to be fair. If you look back on his time, the highlight will obviously be the game against Manchester United where we beat them 5-3. He yep. was in the midfield. Him, um, him and Andy King had a couple of decent games yeah, start started really last well. season, didn't they? Um, so, yeah, he, he's done well at the club, but it's time for him to move on and he's near in retiring anyway. So. Yeah. Jack Barnby, disappointed that he didn't make more of a breakthrough? Uh, I'm not really bothered he's, if he's not good enough then cheer out Jacob Blythe been at the club for quite a while big striker again I think he's one of them players who showed a bit but we, we've kind of moved on not even to an, another level we're the floor above that that's Paul, above that we're Paul, actually on the roof at the moment Paul Koncheski Paul Koncheski again good servant championship winning player yeah Um, obviously good, not good, good enough pro. in the Premier League good pro done well Yeah. just time to move on again Mark Schwartz, we've talked about him already, too old. Too and... old. All these will end up at Rangers. They're signing everyone. Yeah. Anyone who's um, done something Clint in the game. Hill Clint Hill has just gone there, hasn't he? I know. Clint Hill, Paul Koncheski, Dean Hammond. That's not bad for them. No. They'll win the league. Uh, last one. 
I think he might still be Leicester's youngest ever debutant or Leicester's youngest ever debut goal scorer or something. Harry Paniotu also released. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame that because if a young player scores on his debut, a bit like Dodu, um, and then doesn't make it, it's a bit of a shame because you think, hang on, we might have a you know a brilliant player here coming mm. through the ranks. Obviously, we all want to see that. So it's a shame, but again, we've in the last few years we've gone to an another level massively so these players unfortunately if we were in the championship or maybe lower reaches of the Premier League or, or whatever or a yo-yo club they might get another chance but no we've we've massively moved on we're in the world of Troy Deeney now <laughs> in the world of 25 million for <laughs> Troy Deeney right we're going to wrap this up nice and quickly because we have wobbled on a little bit but well, there yeah, is plenty this to has talk been about a, yeah this has been a real um, a real wobble on podcast isn't it Fixtures for next season start our season on Saturday the 13th of August away at newly promoted Hull City who are a load of rubbish Uh, but the next four away games are pretty tasty Liverpool, United, Chelsea and Spurs not easy 12 points easy no it's not Um, it seems to be a a, a, we play Arsenal at home second game after that you've got Swansea at home, you've got Burnley at home, you've got Southampton, obviously a decent team, and and, and Palace. But it, it seems to be decent home game, hard away game, decent home game, hard away game. Um, end of the day, we looked at the fixture list last season and went, oh my God, we've got this, that and the other, and ended up winning the bloody thing. So it, yeah. overall, it doesn't really matter. I think the one thing definitely to note is the games after or before the Champions League. We have very difficult away games before the Champions League games, but then after that, we're at home. So after every Champions League game, we're at home. Something which I'm sure if they had the option to, they'd they'd go for it. Yeah, and because our home atmosphere, I was going to say home form, but we were decent away as well. We were decent across the board, weren't we? But the home atmosphere, I think if, if, if that happens after the Champions League games and the home games are against slightly less able clubs... I think that will help us to continue that momentum and build some more for the start of next season. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I I looked straight away. You look for you know the the headliners basically. Uh, Boxing Day at home against Everton. Uh, New Year's Eve we're at home against West Ham. Uh, Monday the second of January away at Middlesbrough. Last game of the season at home to Bournemouth. Um, but then you do look for the little runs, and I will say that November. We are at home to West Brom, away at Watford, at home to Borough, and then we're going to December, away at Sunderland. You do have a Man City home game, but then you've got Bournemouth, Stoke, Everton, West Ham, Middlesbrough. So basically, from the start of November to January, you have Manchester City, and then realistically, a lot of lower Premier League teams. So if it starts off quite poorly you know there is a run of decent games between from the start of november to the you know early january so there are those runs in the premier league but again we we're the champions so it doesn't matter who we play we're the ones to beat in every single game exactly we are the big fish but um yeah it's interesting interesting fixtures i, I looking at it now i think it's quite favorable yeah to be honest if i had the option and this was put down in front of me pete these are Possibly, uh, possibly Leicester's fixtures next season. Do you want this or do you want it to be different? I'd say I'm happy with this. Yeah, we're at home on Boxing Day. Um, we're at home on New Year's Eve. Hopefully, it's not going to be uh, a late kickoff. Um, and also, we've got that nice run of games. We're at home after every single Champions League game. Um, roll on. When when is it? The uh, 
August the 13th. Of, oh, what, you mean no, the Champions the League Champions draw? No, the Champions League draw, yeah. I'm not sure, but I, we will definitely do a podcast in and around that. Oh my God, yeah, it's literally on the day or the day after, once it's been drawn. Um, of course, we do have the pre-season games, Celtic on July the 23rd, the 31st uh, PSG, and then the 3rd Barcelona, so just a little... Which I'm going to be at, hopefully, if I don't get a late call-up to Rio. Yes, and me. What, Rio? Yeah, but I won't be at the Barcelona game. Well, I'll, I'll be at one or the other. You'll be at one or the other. Hopefully. So that's it for this episode, episode 42. Yes, we have kind of rambled on, but that's what summer's all about. You know, we, all about the chat. It's all summer. about the chat. Not about the football. There's no games, obviously, on apart from the Euros. So everyone out there, enjoy the Euros. Enjoy uh, Vardy playing. Hopefully, we have some more signings. And again, it's a, it's all a bit of fun, isn't it? In, in the summer, it's all a bit of a, a bit of chat. Who we're going to sign? What's going to happen here, there, and everywhere? Hopefully, Vardy signs, and we can just enjoy England winning the Euros, just like we've done with Leicester winning the league. So we'll be back at some point in the very near future with another episode and especially when the Champions League draw has been made. So uh, basically, come on England. Come on England.